Go ahead. So, everybody, uh, today we are recording this September 1st. September starts off uh, National Suicide Prevention Month. Um, I know a lot of us have been touched by that. Uh, we have talked a lot about mental health. Today's episode deals with mental health a lot. Um, I recently, actually, last weekend alone, had to um, help talk to a friend to prevent some things from happening. And uh, it's just, it just don't be afraid to reach out for help. There are people that love you, that care about you, and no matter how bad you think things are, there's there's a light. It is better. Um, Lupe, I don't want to fuck your saying up, but I would rather listen to an hour or two or three of you talking and complaining than listen to a eulogy about you. Is that yeah. how you say it right? Yeah. Just, again, it's Suicide Prevention or Suicide Awareness Month. Uh, Dixon Flannel, if anyone's out there listens, they released a brand new flannel today in honor of it and proceeds are going towards suicide awareness but please um it's 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 not the answer there's always someone to talk to uh, and that's all i got to say about that yeah do you have the suicide prevention hotline number yeah the uh you can actually uh call 988 yes and i believe you can text that text that number too but the actual uh suicide prevention lifeline is 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-8255 logic has a song about it too yeah it's a badass song so yeah not to bring things down before we start the episode but i just wanted to throw that out there uh you have friends this 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 guy that i talked to he he said he was alone he didn't think he had any other friends and uh he he thanked me and since then i've talked to him a couple times and he said you that you don't know how much that meant to me to have me talk to him so deep shit man What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another ep- 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 episode of Impulsive Whoa, Thoughts. <laughs> it's nice knowing you, Lupe. We are back together again, guys. And lady. <laughs> Whatever. You're talking, to, you're talking to the listeners anyways, I thought, not us. I know, but I'm still talking. So we have only have one lady listener? Possibly. My mother. I wonder if it's all... <laughs> Good day, oh, well, mate. Two. I wonder if it's Australian. No. <laughs> well, well, then, well, then two because oh, we, we didn't give us any updates last week. We uh, uh, well, anyway, I'm joined here with yeah, let's yeah, let, let's 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 get on, let's stay on track. Uh, we are back again together. It is September first. It's September first. Ooh. I'm joined here with Johnny Rowe. Hey, how's it going? Dano. Yeah. And Ali P. I'm going to rip that thing out of your fucking hands. (laughs) (laughs) I hope those get stuck on your fingers. They will. Good. I need surgery. Oh, that's right, because they spin. I can't twist them off. Correct. (laughs) Oh, 
Shit. But thank God somebody in here knows how to get them off. And guess who that is? Me. And guess who doesn't want to take them off of your fingers right away? Me. Guess who doesn't give a fuck? I'm a dick. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now that we've got our friendly banter out of the way. Mom and dad are fighting again. <laughs> Donnie, hold me. <laughs> hold me closer. Donny Rose. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Tony Danza. No, that would be too. I like that. Known. You like what? My singing, or Tony Danza? Definitely the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the boss, though? Not you. I didn't say I was. <laughs> not even Just the... making sure that that is very clear. I'm not even the boss of my own house, so. <laughs> that, yeah, well. I think Easton is. You know. Also, for I don't pop- know. Podworld, I made those fucking headbands, and then they're done, and I don't want to hear it. They are free of charge. But I didn't get my cock sock yet. <laughs> she can't physically make one because it's so small. Really? Oh, That's okay. what you've told me. Really? I'm not talking about that. I say that I was never given measurements. I also don't want measurements. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Don't want measurements. And... Daddy Vato said. <laughs> well, I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, you're welcome. I brought it back. Looked at the patch today on my table. <laughs> Daddy Vato said no go on the other cocksacos. <laughs> no go on the licky loos. <laughs> I said okay. <laughs> so, Danny. Yes, sir. What do you have for us today? You see, what we have here is a failure to communicate. I have finalized my Elisa Lamb story after months of yeah. speculation, <laughs> months of foreshadowing, months of stalling. <laughs> we'll go with stalling. Out of all of those adjectives, stalling would be the one I would go with. <laughs> I have finalized. I'm actually like super excited about this episode because... Do you know anything I mean, about it? Yes. I've... Do you know anything about it, Allie? What? Yes. Do you know anything about it, Donnie? Oh, cool. Okay, good. Yeah, I, matter of fact, on my way home, I was listening to uh, to one of uh, I, was it Morbid? Yeah, I was listening to Morbid, and they were doing an episode. But great. So now you're going to compare me to sitting, them? No, the last no, no, one no, you no, heard. no, no. Like the, my home. my thing is is like sitting in traffic and trying to listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. My eyes get very heavy. Yes. So I decided at like Dalton Avenue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to put music on and sing or something because I'm falling asleep. So I, because all I listen to is a true crime shit or I used to, <laughs> uh, after so many hours of Morbid or or Crime Junkies or the other ones, I would start getting fucking tired too. Yeah. And Smartless keeps me awake because I laugh so hard at those guys. And I know you said you can't get into Smartless. Yeah, I still can't get I like I, I'll but, still uh, like try to listen to what is going on over here. I'm tasting the cookie through oh. John's mouth. Oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Do you remember that time we watched him eat pasta? And we- <laughs> I'm doing that right now. I feel violated. It's okay. It tastes good from over here. <laughs> well, and that ends the shortest episode we've ever had. See you guys next week. <laughs> we, so we were like, real quickly, we were flanking Don at the Italian Fest. And Lupe was like, okay, now take a bite of the meatball. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, now like chew it really slow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is why it. we can't have anything nice. Where do they I don't all even go? know where it went. <laughs> over here somewhere. Oh, way behind you. 
There's one by Ellie and one, one behind me. That's went it. In here. That's it. There's only two missing. Them. One by you and one by me, and that's it. <laughs> Oops. In the thing. See what happens when you guys give me toys. You that was a bad think, idea, Ellie. You think I'll be quiet? You think <laughs> I'll play nice? One of them is in the pool table. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds like a post-show search and rescue t- operation for you. I think I think Danny just got jealous of you sexualizing my eating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little hot. <laughs> Feel me, well. I'm sweaty. By the way, I'm wearing that. That's aphrodisiac perfume. That's not okay. I was gonna ask you if it smelled like the other day. Excellent. Well, I know I've smelled the smell before, but you sometimes you change your sm- scents. So. That smell. <laughs> Can't you smell that smell? If I pork belly on me. Does that count as an aphrodisiac? Y'all turn me on. Want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I might start licking you, but hey, it's all right. Okay, maybe Dan will let you know. It won't be me. The cookie's all I'm allowed to have, so I'm full. <laughs> I've had my allotted. <laughs> Anyways, back on track. Yeah, back on track. I'm on keto and I'm hungry. Throw the pork belly away now. So, just to show you guys, I started my notes originally June thirteenth. <laughs> Holy shit! Nineteen ninety nine, which is still, I think, three months after no four five months after I first mentioned wanting to take notes yeah. on them. <laughs> so, can you say I'm a procrastinator? You're a procrastinator. And I want to say I had. I've got two episodes started already too. I say I had one, two, two and a half pages done before an hour ago, and now I have fourteen pages. So. <laughs> An hour ago. Well, four o'clock. Five o'clock. I work best under pressure. See? I told you that we almost didn't have an episode. No, today. I was going to have it done because I had it planned out. I just hadn't written it out. And uh, so I have a way to do it better next time because I have a laptop through work. And I told Jamie my notes would be a lot better because I go to so many different sources that. You know, I don't like you. Like you talked about, I don't write them in order. So then you see, I have cliff notes on. Okay, this is about the history. This is about this. So I'm gonna be flipping pages. Where she, t- where I told her, if I was better at typing, I could, you know, copy and paste and move whole paragraphs around that way instead of flipping pages and writing notes. You know, so what is that? It's the cookie. <laughs> but see, I I do, I do my notes totally differently. I read everything first. And then I put everything in order as I go. See, yeah, we have different styles. Ellie has 14 pages written within the first five minutes of her research. <laughs> See, so then why are you talking shit when I wrote 10 pages in two hours? <laughs> I said first five Okay, minutes. so listen. I had a dream that you did not have this done. Lupe basically did a pool table flip and said, get the fuck out. We went and ate tacos. And then I had a case ready by Sunday. <laughs> That was the... Why Sunday? What's Sunday? Because we just kicked you out and I recorded a case on Sunday. You see this? She tried to fire me earlier for real and now she's having dreams about... That was... Hey, if it makes you feel better, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I had the text message to prove it. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I tried to get out of it by telling him, I think I'm sick. I don't know yeah, if I come tonight. Yeah, dude, I forgot to tell you that. He's like... Show him he's the video like, that I sent, <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. No oh, shit. I didn't mean to <laughs> Surprise, hit that. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> This no, I, I, I'm, I'm exaggerating how much I wrote early. I had a lot, a lot done. I, like I told Lupe early in the week and you, I was trying to, I was trying to get shit in the right order. So that's why, like I said, I can show you, I have these cliff notes and then you'll see, 
I ran out of ink, so I had to change my pen. So I've I've so written took three weeks. multiple different <laughs> times. You know so what? I'm just fucking with you. Taking my notes. Fuck you guys. I'm fucking with you. I'm you fired. Fuck, I, fuck firing. I quit. How about that? This is what I sent to him. I don't get paid enough maybe, for this shit. Maybe he's about to leave because he doesn't really actually have notes and he just wants a way to storm out. So wait, what, what is what is what is uh, 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 the shining? Catch him and kill him. Is that, is that what he just kept writing down? Red rum, red rum. <laughs> this is what I sent him earlier after you sent, okay, fine, I don't have anything to be there for anyways. <laughs> I sent. <laughs> I see the confidence, my fellow podcasters. I'm not even hey, going to use the doubt. word friends with you guys anymore. You're just fellow podcasters I now. I gave you the benefit of the he doubt. He did. He said, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And I... I said that right afterwards. Mm. So that's your mm. friend right there. Me, not so much. <laughs> but you hate on me all the time, but you can't take it back. So it's like... I don't hate on you in front of you. In front of you? <laughs> Clearly, I have the balls to show it to you. I don't hate on you ever. Whatever I can't say to your face, I don't say it all. Well, I showed it to you to your face. I know. Anyways, let's get this shit started. <laughs> Don't lose more of those things. I will not. There's one somewhere over here and one somewhere over somewhere there. Somewhere over here. <laughs> so, let me take you to a time and a place, a magical land, if you will. California. <laughs> California, you say? Skid yes, row. sirree. So, um, Eliza Lamb, this is where I want to start. She was born April 30th. 1991. This story, case, whatever you want to call it, takes place in February of 2013. She was 21 years old, so she had not reached her 22nd birthday yet in those first two months of 2013. She was a 21-year-old Canadian student who disappeared in 2013 at the Cecil Hotel in downtown L.A. Oh, Sorry. While she was traveling across the United States. So, <sighs> now wasn't this trip that she was on just like it was like a find herself kind of a trip? Yes. Um, no, 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 no. Sorry, am I jumping? No, no, no. You're doing good. You're doing good because um, I have history. See, no, yeah, that was my other thing. Like, I was going to say something about she was at the, uh, what was it, the British Columbia or something like that? British, college in British Columbia. Yes. So, um, I have. See, and just after I tell you guys, I have my notes in order. Okay, so, uh, lo- so I don't have much of her her childhood, but this what I have in my notes as her history leads up to um, like her her couple years beforehand. She, Lamb's sister, um, revealed to detectives that Lamb had a history of n- oh, that's the wrong no of not taking her medication. Okay, so here we go. This is what I want to start after after giving you her life and death shit. Her in mid two thousand and ten, she began a blog called Ether Fields, mm-hmm. and she did it on this thing called Blogspot. Um, for two years, she kept it up. She posted pictures of models um, and and a, accounts of her life, and particularly her struggle with mental illness. Um, she and and then after about doing that for about two years, in January twenty twelve, she was hold on, I'm sorry, she was bipolar, correct? Yeah. Yes, but. Yes. Sorry. I guess I didn't. This is your story, not mine. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Because that's why I was trying to think out where I introduced that at. And I thought I did it earlier, but I didn't. So um, so that's why I kind of, it's kind of a little flip-floppy right now. Because then, so after two years of doing that, 
she changed she canceled not canceled but she stopped posting on that ether fields and she started a new blog post um nope sorry on that ether fields she had a blog post and she stated that she had a relapse at the start of school that semester which forced her to drop several classes leaving her to feel so utterly directionless and lost direct quote um and she titled this post you're always haunted by the idea you're wasting your life which is a quote from novelist Chuck Palahniuk. I don't know if I said that right. And uh, she worried that the withdrawals from her classes that she was withdrawing from would uh, would affect her attending grad school. She wouldn't be allowed to go to grad school anymore. So tying into that, and again, this is where, like I said, I, I, I didn't put this together right where I say Lamb's sister revealed to detectives because this kind of goes. So she had been um, diagnosed with extreme bipolar disorder. Um, she had... Um, she had suffered mental breakdowns in the past where she became delusional and she used to fear someone was chasing her. Um, That's wild. That yes. Her bipolar was, I mean, I've, I've met a lot of people that mm-hmm. suffer from bipolar disorder and none of them have had um, actual delusions. Oh, really? No, I mean, a lot of them them have had like the personality, mm-hmm. um, like the extreme switches in personality. Yeah. But never, ever have I heard of them actually, like, having delusions. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's what it sounds extreme, yeah. That sounds very, very yeah. interesting. Um, yes, you're right. So, And honestly, I did not know that that was, like, a, a well-known characteristic of bipolar disorder was I don't know delusions. Much about it. Yeah, I don't know much about I it I thought it was more or less just a switch in... Um, mood, mood, mood swings, mood extreme swings, moods, and yeah. yeah, like um, your uh, I'm I'm trying to think of the word chemical balance. No, your hyperactivity. Oh, oh, yeah, like your energy levels, not just your mood, but like your energy levels yeah. being extremely tired and then being hyperactive mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. But I've never heard of really delusions. That's interesting. But I guess that would kind of go along with the hyperactivity because if you yeah. think of people that are like super hyper. Yeah, maybe their brain is running haywire, and that's where the delusions are coming from. I mean, you look at what like ADD and ADHD, that's uh, attention deficit, hyper too, yeah. like, like, and even my kids who aren't diagnosed with anything, like they're super hyper, and their brains going, and they're they're really good at make believe because right. I think they're so hyper and doing this stuff, you right. know. Well, kids in general, yeah, because yeah. their minds are so overactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yes, very good insight. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, if I have. No one's revealed it to me, but I don't know if I've met anyone that's been diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder. Mm. If if I have, again, they've kept it quiet. It hasn't been revealed to me. That's so. kind of a, a very personal, right? One, exactly. It's got such a stigma mm-hmm. wrapped around it. People are like, "Oh, you're bipolar." No, that's just another right. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's that's more of like a. Uh, it's also kind of like a, like a it's like an a, insult. An insult, yeah, like yeah. You, if you that's say someone, thank you, someone's it's, acting crazy, it's because you're bipolar. Like. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just like, oh, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And I, oh, I hate <laughs> that shit. Just because someone drinks a lot doesn't mean that they're an alcoholic. Right. And that's. Yeah. It, that that shit pisses me off. Just because you go through a bad day and you're very, very cranky, and then the next day you're not having such a bad day doesn't mean you're bipolar. Right. It means you're on your period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. 
No that clapping is, for that one, Daniel. Is that an insult too? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The woman on the podcast thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so to get back to the story, um, <laughs> I approve. After after um, that that blog post that you know stated the whole relapse that was in January 2012. Um, so. About two years later, I don't think it was quite two years later. It might have been two years from when she first started her blog. She, um, she, yeah, it was. It was two years after she started that one in 2010. So about 2012, she quit that blog and then she started another one on Tumblr and she called it, I believe it's French, Novelle Novou. And I didn't look up the, the, the translation, but it was a fashion blog. Novelle Nouveau? Yeah. I thought it is. Yeah. Novelle Nouveau. How do you pronounce it? And it, it was a fashion blog which showed fashion photos and quotes, and she also shared some of some of herself in her own words. But a uh, key thing is she used the same the same Polanya quote as an epigraph for it, which an epigraph is you know like an introduction, kind of a like a description, like description. Bio. Of yes. Yeah. So just keep in mind, it says I'm not going to reference it later, but it's kind of haunting that you're always haunted by the idea you're wasting your life. That's just that's deep, if you ask me. So it is really it's very. But yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. It hits home. Uh, yeah. Because people say that all the time. Yeah. Um, Live like you were dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to go along, so that's just kind of the, the preface of what what she was doing on her, as she was making her trek, you know, that's why she wasn't in school in that, in that January slash February. It's kind of right before school starts anyways, but she was making this trek from the British Columbia, Canada to can to, um, can uh, Jesus Christ, California. California. A find yeah. yourself journey yes. kind of a deal. Um, That's what I've always kind of heard it described as. Yes. Yeah. And then I have a list of the medications that she was on, which to me means nothing. But um, if we have thinkers out there that uh, are uh, into the medicine stuff. They, I love that that caught on. She was on um, well, Wellbuterin, Lamatrogene, Quetiapine, Dexedrine, Spansoil, and Venaflaxine. So basically, she was on a fucking fruit cocktail of fucking pet pills. Yes, yes. Also, this is going to tie in later, but I'm trying to give the history of her. Her family has stated that she never had a history of suicidal ideations or attempts ever. So with all this bipolar going on with her, never once was suicide a thought of her. She never attempted it. She never spoke about it. She never idealized it. She never, there was no history of suicide anywhere um, in her in her past, from her family has said that many a times, which again that that will tie in later when I get later. And that's but, what I was gonna say. Like I don't I don't want to cut you off, but like, does any of those pills have uh, those effects? Because I know, like you take you take one pill, like there's a long ass list of well, side effects. Most I mean, of those if any, so. I'm pretty sure that Wellbutrin is uh, antidepressant, and any antidepressant has possible risk of suicidal ideations. That's so insane. Like so, this, I mean, ugh, I hate- I'm I'm on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, and mm-hmm. I mean, even for my migraine medication that I'm on, right? Fuck my birth control that I'm on. Literally every single medication yeah, that I'm on, right? Every single one of them, um, is depression. Suicidal ideations, weight gain, blood clots, tumors. It's everything. Hmm. I fucking hate big pharma. Anyway, proceed. <laughs> um, <laughs> to cut you off. Yes. But to insert, more or less. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> <Just giggity. laughs> I, I read somewhere that, like, 
basically she said that this trip was to prove to herself that she was able to like live her life with her bipolar disorder okay. yeah. on her own. Okay. It was like a like a like a self-discovery trip, mm-hmm. not only that, but like to prove to herself that she can do it. Which she also was, makes more sense with what I'm going to say a little bit later, too. Because she was struggling with the fact that, like, she's coming to her own. She's coming of age. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's in her 20s, but still as a girl, that's you're really coming into being a grown woman. You're yeah. not a teenager anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're in college. You're about to be done with college. So she was trying to prove to herself that she can do this without her parents, without that kind of stuff. So Yes. So, um, from her history, again, I hope this translates well. So, I want to go, because I had mentioned her trip led her to um, downtown L.A., where she stayed at the Heat Cecil Hotel. So, um, one of my one of my um, resources, and also I watched it months ago. I haven't watched it again recently, but I know some of my memories, and then also some of the notes. Uh, there's a great documentary on Netflix called The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Yes. Um, and I didn't go too much into that one because I, I liked, I wanted to leave this one kind of to let everyone think your own thoughts. But that documentary um, does have some different answers and they, they feel they solved it, but I don't agree with it all the way what they say. So that's why I, I'll get to that towards the end too about what they say. But the Cecil Hotel, it has a reputation for death. More than a dozen murders and suicides have taken place in and around yeah. it, Cecil, since its 1927 opening. Um, Elizabeth Short, which you guys all know is the Black Dahlia, mm-hmm. she was said to have been seen at the Cecil like just mere days before her murder. And the hotel served as a temporary residence too. Guess who? Serial killer Ooh, Richard I Ramirez. Know. <laughs> I know, I know. Stinky <laughs> chops. The Night Stalker. Yeah. And also, this guy I've never heard of, and it's kind of interesting, a different serial killer called uh, Jack Unterweger. He was an Austrian serial killer. And um, from what I, without going into too much research on him, I did find out he was suspected or, or I think convicted of 12 to 15 victims. But rumors have it they could have 20 to 30 more victims that they, they couldn't verify yet. Wild. So, yeah. yeah, two serial killers for sure. And then also, I said the Black Dahlia had been seen there days before her murder. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the history of the Cecil, or, or part of the history. And it's um, not a great neighborhood. No. Yes. No. So, I think they also used it to film stuff like uh, American Horror Story and stuff. Yes. yes well, did. it was... See, that's what I, I didn't... Part of my notes also, which I went... There's... I didn't go into cultural references, but the I believe it was the fifth season of American Horror Story Hotel. was based was based off of the Cecil. kind of on the Cecil. Yeah. Oh, also, I had heard before. I didn't see it either. Before it was filmed, there was rumors it was supposed to be based off of um, our dude in Chicago, his murder castle. Oh, H.H. H. 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 Holmes, his murder castle. But so that's why maybe two of them went together in the creating that. Yeah. Um, Which would make sense. I mean, because wasn't his murder castle the hotel downtown? No, it was literally his own it was, house. It was yeah, a murder was, castle. He he had. That's a good story. That I don't think I could do that one justice. That might oh, be a, that might be an alley one. That's definitely an alley because one because <laughs> he he had rooms that you'd secretly go into. Yeah. Y'all just blowing up my skirt. Secretly, that's one of the that two I, this year. <laughs> he, you know what's funny? Like Don. history when we did a. We, oh, fuck. Did, we did a um, <laughs> a haunted tour of Chicago, a haunted and serial killer tour for Jamie's birthday, and that was one that that was the first time I ever heard about 
H.H. Uh, Holmes, and I've been infatuated with him since then. This was probably, let's see. 2012. What's 12? 12, 13. Yeah, yeah right around there. Yeah. yeah so it is. Uh. Anyways, so also about the Cecil, um, she stayed at a part of it called the Stay on Main. So the Cecil had converted half of its floors to the Stay on Main uh, in an attempt to market itself to travelers while also simultaneously maintaining its long-term residence on the separate floors. So it was technically two properties, and they had different lobbies and entrances, but the Cecil and the Stay on Main did share elevators. Um, it was basically a hostel. Yes, yeah. yes. I, so I have the, yeah, it was a hostel. Yeah. So, um, yeah, cause, because you could, um, which part, what I get into a little bit now is multiple guests could stay in the same room. Right. Travelers, like I said, they made it kind of a hostel. They wanted to... Yeah, to it's a budget have, hotel. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, which is the whole point of a hostel is mm-hmm. for short day travelers, but that don't want to pay for a whole room by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. It's like a B and B, like an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. You're paying for a bed, um, not exactly the whole room. Yes. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're definitely right about that. And also, um, so I have what I have next, which. <sighs> So, she originally was in a room with multiple guests. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do this while you're telling your stories. Anyways. I don't know. I don't look up. She was was in a room with multiple guests, um, but she had gotten moved to a private room by the hotel because she was disturbing her feller guests. Which on another page I wrote notes and what she was actually doing, which is crazy. See, and that's that's what I didn't hear. Like I, I know I know she was bothering her other guests. Right, I never knew like how that, to but I didn't know what what And I finally found out what okay, awesome. with it. So she says they were said she was disturbing her roommates by she was leaving notes for her roommates that said, Go home and go away and then she would lock the door on them in the room and she'd require them to give them a password to get back in the room. So Stuff like that. So what they the complain, complain, complain. So they, Do she you know got how moved. How many people she was splitting the room with? I believe I saw four somewhere, Whoa. but I don't, don't quote me like on that. She was the fourth. Either she was the fourth, or it was her and four other. Holy cow! But I, I don't, I don't know why that sticks in my head. Yeah. But I don't, I didn't write that down. How many? It's just multiple roommates. That's crazy. Um. Also, during that time she was escorted out of a television taping of the conan o'brien show earlier in the week because of that disruptive behavior i didn't know that yeah, yeah. i didn't know that either yeah That's um interesting so then the, the hotel manager also described i would described, love to see that clip right yeah right to i wonder it's gotta be somewhere she was acting because if they were filming it's gotta be you know ma- didn't make the air obviously but behind the scenes shit which that would have been great for part of the investigation to just show her right. mental state yeah. leading right. up into absolutely her death yeah. Because like you said, that's got to be somewhere. It's taped. Yeah. So, so yeah, very interesting. Um, the hotel manager I have written down, she described an outburst an outburst that she had in the hotel lobby. I don't have details or anything else or when, but just she described another outburst that she had literally in the in the hotel lobby. Um, oh, so this is part of... Yeah. So on January 28th, 2013 is when she checked into the Cecil Hotel. She was on the 19th floor... Um, or no, there's 19 floors there, 700 rooms, God. and this is where we wow. talked about it. It's located in a rough area, downtown LA, known as Skid Row. Skid Row, yeah. So it is located in Skid Row. Um, lots of drugs, lots of homeless yes, people. Yes, if, And it's um, crazy because, like, a block over is, like, nice. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
and mm-hmm. that's the i mean but that's la it's right you know it's like similar block, to chicago well right block yeah. by block it's different but so yeah she didn't you know, know what yeah especially because she's not from here mm-hmm. i mean she had no idea mm-hmm. that she was gonna be in on skid row right because right. if you look at it and especially how they had it advertised the stay on main yep exactly you know it looks like it's this like kind of boutique posh hotel <laughs> four and, five star hotel right, right. and you've really literally was... got hobos in not even tents but like, sharing the elevator like i said sharing the elevators you might go to a different floor but they shared elevators right right and they're right there and mm-hmm. even if so those people can't afford the hotel they're right outside yeah, and that's and that's what I heard too. Like people would just like try to scrounge up as much money as they possibly can, and they would get a room, mm-hmm. right? To or part of the hostel, yeah. to share that bed. Insane, right? <laughs> so I mean, she had no idea what she was getting herself into. Correct. So and I'm and I'm sure. If God, could you imagine if her family had known where she was staying? Well, if she had known, but that ties. Well, I mean, I'm guessing. They probably didn't know the area. No, but not, I, did, I didn't write this originally. down. But from all my all my research, she talked to her parents daily. Right. Yeah. She checked it with multiple times a day. Like she was close with them. So that's right. kind of what leads to the disappearance being being known. Which right, but not. It's it's kind of one of those things again where she's trying to make it on her yes. own. So she's probably not telling them. Right. Exactly. There's what a it's hobo like there. dude yeah. shooting heroin right outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. This guy hustled me for a ham sandwich earlier. Like, right, you know. right, right. Um, so, yeah, so this is interesting because my notes, like I was telling you earlier, I, I wrote them at different times. So this note says she was traveling solo, which she was, but she did stay with people for a while. You know, they were, I'm guessing from the way I wrote this down, they weren't, because again, being a hostel, yeah. they weren't four friends she was staying with. She was traveling solo, but in a conjoined room. Right. Um, she had planned to check out on February 1st following that four-day stay, which she checked in January 28th. Um, Lamb's family, they last heard from her on January 31st, her third day in the city. Um, they reported her fo- missing the very following day, um, and then they ended up did fly in to help with the search, which, again, comes in later. Um, so part of her disappearance also was the hotel staff saw her alone the last day that she was there. They saw her alone, so that they're... Because, again, later theories that she was being harassed by someone or bothered, blah, blah, blah. Um, actually, so Katie Orphan, who's a manager of the last bookstore, it's the name of a bookstore, uh-huh. um, was the only person outside of the hotel who recalled seeing her that day. So, And she, she said, quote, she was outgoing, very lively, very friendly. This was while she was getting gifts to take home to her family. Also, quote, she was talking about what book she was going getting and whether or not what she was getting was going to be too heavy for her to carry around as she traveled. I remember that. That was so sweet. And mm-hmm. it's like, that to me doesn't, it says that she's planning to go home. Exactly. It, again, it doesn't read suicide no, at all. No, it doesn't. It that, that always, that one little thing, that little conversation that meant nothing to nobody, mm-hmm. it struck me as she was planning on going home. She was buying souvenirs yep. to take for her family and little... And plus she said she was lively and happy. Right. So, but that's also, think about bipolar. it. Bipolar. Yes, it could change it so, at the moment. I mean, that's, I mean, that's characteristic mm-hmm. and that's being very stereotypical. Right. But, I mean, it's true. But the fact that she's also thinking this book would be great but it also could be too heavy but like she's planning right so, right i don't know that's- yeah there, it's it's like i said it's 
I hope I'm doing justice because this this case is one that I think about nonstop because of all the stuff in it. Um, it's it's like the priceless piece of case. It yeah. fucking makes your head spin. Yeah, and you don't get answers. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So so thank uh, God we had that buffer in between. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise, people were gonna get mad at us <laughs> <laughs> for just literally making them answerless. <laughs> yeah. So um, now. Part of her disappearance um, is, which leads into part of the disappearance after at the stuff I read. So, before I get to that, so a video of Eliza was filmed in the hotel elevator. This was filmed on January 31st, the last day she was seen alive, before she vanished. Um, I'll talk more about the elevator in a little bit. So that was there's a video of her from January 31st. Very eerie. I'll get into. I was that. gonna say, which if you've seen the video, it or is we'll post it. Fucking creepy. So I'll get into that in a minute. So that was January 31st. Before anything about that video happens, um, February 6th, after she was so after she was went missing the 31st, her family notified um, her family notified police. I think on the first I wrote February 1st. Um, Yes, her family notified the police the next day after she went missing the 31st. Oh, yeah, I was going to say almost immediately, right? Yeah, Yeah. they flew out to L.A. So February 6th, the LAPD posted flyers with her image in the neighborhood and online, and this brought the case to the public's attention finally through the media because the media was all over this. Now, part of the reason of this flyers now, they still, after a while, they got, you know, okay, it was known, it was talked about, blah, blah, blah. Well, then we go back to the video. Um, it went viral when it was released by the L.A. police during their investigation. It was released on February 13th. Um, Insert web sleuths. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So. Um, I mean, and that the, in this case, I feel like they helped and hindered. Exactly. They. Hmm. Yeah. So um, the detectives weren't unable to determine what happened to Lamb based on the video. And a floor-by-floor search of the hotel on February 1st turned up no trace of her. So this ties into why they released posters and stuff on February 6th. And then when that didn't get him enough leads, they released a video on February 13th, my dad's birthday, and uh, Ryland's birthday. No, February 19th, sorry. Damn it. But anyways, they released the video. Samsonite, no, I was way Shit. off. No, it was February 13th. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm right, I wrote so many dates on here. February 13th, they released a video. Now... Ah, this video. Are you guys ready? This is the part that I'm most excited about is this fucking video. The elevator elevator doors did not close at all in this video. Which is very strange for yes, elevator doors. For, especially in a hotel. Yes. Um, so here's a quick synopsis, and then I'm going to go into a little, little bit more detail. Uh, she appeared to be speaking with someone unseen. Uh, her movements were strange. She jumped in and out of the elevator. They were like erratic. Yeah. Then she vanished. Then she vanished. Which, now, my details, it was a two and a half minutes of footage on this video, which I'll get to later. Uh, she makes unusual moves and gestures. Uh, she appears to be pressing every button in there. Then she looks out, peers into the hallway, comes back in, moves weird. She actually leaves the elevator because the doors do not, clo- do not close at all. Walks out of the elevator. She returns the elevator. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Ugh. Return, yeah, means returns the elevator because the doors still have not closed. She's in the elevator still making these weird movements, looking around. The doors still do not close. Then she just walks out of the elevator, and that's the last time she was seen at all. 
A little bit later, the doors mysteriously just close on their own with no one else being in there, around, or nothing. Oh, yeah, I got... Mm-hmm. And you know what's, what's, what's weird about the video? Like, if you... if you uh, And I'll try to get the, uh, the video I, I'll get it, to too. We can post it, it on um, Facebook and Instagram. She... The way she looked when she went back into the into mm-hmm. the elevator, it looked like somebody was chasing her because she tried to make herself small yes. in the in the corner it by... It looks like she's fighting nobody. Yes. Yes. That, yes. That's the thing that I've seen, the like, everyone say. It looks like she's fighting air. Yeah. Yes. Like... She's fighting some unknown force mm-hmm. and like her movements erratic, but they look like fighting stances. Mm-hmm. Like they are just, they're so weird. They're, they're just weird. Yes. So the video garnered worldwide attention and it was repost, reposted widely. Actually, a Chinese video sharing site called Yoku, Y-O-U-K-U, Three million views and forty thousand comments in the first ten days alone of it Holy being shit. on their site. So there are several. So also the video. Some people have said that the video was evidence of the supernatural. Do you need another beer? Um, <laughs> and there are still conspiracy theories about her disappearance to this day. Which again, I get to that. Um, several theories. Here's several theories. Uh, Here's your drink, master. Stop it. <laughs> So, several theories are uh, she's trying to get the elevator car to move to escape someone, which we had talked about. Yeah. She looks she's afraid of something. Um, another theory is she's under the influence of ecstasy or other party drugs, which I'll get into that later. That was another thing that I, yep. I read about yeah, or heard one. about, rather. Yep. Um, and that's the, the two main theories. The other, another one is Supernatural, which... I put a little tiny side note, which when this is all over, I'll explain what it is. If you haven't heard about it, if you do know about it, they um, people believe she was playing the elevator game. See, I wasn't going to say it because I knew yes. you were going to mention it. Yes. I didn't want to jump ahead for you. That is one of my favorite <laughs> things. So that that's going to be at the end of all her shit. I'll get into what the elevator game is. Um, so when it and so then also now part of the theory is when it was released because nobody knew about the bipolar stuff in the beginning. But when it was released, her history of the bipolar disorder, one of the theories was that she had a psychotic episode, which we kind of discussed. Right. How you had said, Ali, she, you know, acting like that was, could be bipolar stuff. <laughs> was, now, I don't know if you're going to cover this or mm-hmm. not. Just tell me to shut up if you are. Um, was it found to be proven that she was on the right dosage of her medication? So that's, I, I go over all that because okay. um, right, when I said about the ecstasy and other party drugs, yeah. I'll go over that with her autopsy results. Okay, proceed. Yes. No, it's fine. It's just like, like I oh, that's a question <laughs> yeah. <of> yours. <laughs> proceed. So others, still others have said that the video was tampered with before it was made public. Um, when you see, if we, if we find a way to post this video, which we will, I'll find a way. Oh. Um, you can see the timestamp is blurred, yep. which is fucking weird. And then people claim that there are parts that are slowed down, which makes it look more like doesn't look like she's moving right. And also, there's nearly a minute of footage was removed, which, if you remember, I said there's two and a half minutes of minutes of footage, but every reported video I've seen is only a minute and a half long. So yes, there's a minute of footage missing somewhere. Yeah. Which um, I didn't write this down, but I remember reading it. There's people that theorize because maybe it does show someone else on there that they're still looking for, or it or someone that some someone key to the investigation yes. that they're holding out. Hope, yes, which they have every right to do that. Right, or they even thought it could be they did identify who it was, and this person literally has nothing to do with her missing, and they don't want to be reported as being in there. Right. 
So that's kind of just fucking weird because now the whole world thinks this lady's by herself and they're acting crazy, but right. the detectives know, oh no, there's someone in there she was talking to. So that missing minute is fucking weird. So the timestamp thing to me mm-hmm. is not as weird because I've worked in a lot of stupid places where they have security systems where those timestamps aren't accurate. Aren't accurate. They don't work. They are stupid. So, like, think, okay, think about this hotel. Think about where it is. Mm-hmm. Think about how old it is. So, and think about all the. Has that security system been updated? Not. Do you know what I'm saying? It's so, like, probably pissed on by a hobo. Right. Uh, yeah, especially. Uh, yeah, right. I mean. So, to me, that is the least of my worries. Mm-hmm. But I get why they include it in there because it's just something yeah. to pick on. Mm-hmm. I get it. But. To me, that is like the least of it. Mm-hmm. 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 So the timestamp probably said 1995. Correct. <laughs> and you know what's so funny that you say that? I'm giving you time to chew, by the way. I know. Um, <laughs> in he's, all he's of my been waiting for someone else to talk for a minute. Yeah. Did he <laughs> um, in some of my childhood pictures, I'm like, oh. This was my sixth birthday. Mom's like, no, I just didn't know how to change the date on the camera. <laughs> right, and that's the, and that's the thing. Like, I'm sure we have plenty of home videos that that say like '94, and I was. It looks like I was seven or eight years old. Right. And I'm like, um, no, I wasn't. But do you remember when Kodak used to print the dates yes, on the bottom um, of the mm-hmm, pictures? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, this was not that Christmas. <laughs> and Mom's like, yeah, I didn't know how to change it. <laughs> so that's just what it was. So. so. <laughs> I mean, and that was in the 90s. This is the 2000s, and they still had it fucked up. So yeah. mm, that's that's neither here nor there to me. Yeah, it's you're right. So I, I, I kind of am yeah. along your line of thinking, but I still... They got to have something to pick on. Part of me, the conspiracy theory, still wants to know why the fuck is that missing? Why is there a minute missing? Why is there a minute missing? Yes, I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that, but I think it has something to do with the fact that, like... In so many investigations, there's yes. a crucial piece of evidence that they have to withhold yes. because that is the ace in their hand. Exactly. Like, if someone comes, I did it, I killed her, okay, and then you say everything that you've read in the news, okay, that's nothing new, but all of a sudden you say something like, she had a pink barrette that I took out of her hair, and all of a sudden you're like, bingo, that's what was missing. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's what's in the footage is shown that her, right. the zoom in of her pink barrette, right. you know what I mean? I mean, and then and then to kind of like touch touch on on uh the conspiracy theory with uh 9-11 look at the fucking video footage at the pentagon was mysteriously taken away by the government and it hasn't been seen since i did not know that we're gonna have to do conspiracy theories later i know that's your favorite yeah (laughs) so don't don't hijack my no no go ahead go ahead don't hijack my story like (laughs) those planes were hijacked i'll give you that Um, be the first thing Allie's like what you said (laughs) so now that I covered her disappearance my butt puckered what the hell and and the video which again I will get into that a little bit later or or not later but I went over that like it's 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 hard to explain the video so please if you guys listen to this go look for on one of our social media sites we will have the video posted we'll post it I got it you got it so yeah so we'll post that so it's it's hard. You have to see the way she's acting to understand what we're saying. It's freaking weird. I'm keeping these boys on track with posting the post right when the episode drops. Mm-hmm. I used to do it, you know, for mine, and then you know, I was hoping they would. Anyways, so <laughs> I, listen, I got you. So now we'll go to the discovery of her. So 
this is disgusting. Weeks oh, after yeah. she yeah. disappeared. Mm, weeks, Three weeks. Weeks later. Chunky. The hotel oh. began to receive complaints from guests about the shower water pressure, as well as it being discolored, oh. like black, and it was foul tasting. It was not yes. just their shower water, but their drinking water. Um, a worker then scaled a 10-foot ladder attached to the rooftop water tank. Um, the water tank, there was actually four 1,000-gallon water tanks on the roof. Didn't they think, like, just some animal? Right. They had thought maybe an animal had something. So the worker climbed the ladder, went to this water tank, moved a 20-pound lid, and discovered Lamb's body floating face up in there. So to recap, black water and foul tasting, people were drinking water that her body was sitting in for weeks. Yeah. Well, like, it wasn't hot because it was January, California. But it was still L.A. It's still it's hotter than it was here. And it's on the roof of yep. the building, and it's cooking. Yes. In a metal container. In a metal container. Yep. So this ah, was tasty. February 19th when her body <laughs> was found. Tasty. Yep. <laughs> Ugh, February 19th. 19 London days. Or no. Uh, Dahmer. Dahmer probably stayed. Yep. 19 Dom, days Dom, after she was reported missing. <laughs> Dom nom nom nom. Dom nom nom. Did I just send that to you? Um, <laughs> I, I thought I sent it to you. So did I send I'd, have it to, I'd have to look. You don't even read my text anymore. Now, I didn't write this here, and maybe you, because you guys have all listened to enough true crime. Uh, when I said that she was found discovered, her body floating face up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but don't normally drowning victims are face down. Which is what they thought was kind of weird that she was face up and not face down in there. Um, you know, honestly, I don't, I, I don't. I said I didn't write this down, but I've heard it somewhere. There was a reason why they specify that she was found face up. My fault, guys, for not being thorough and not answering have an answer to that. But I, um, I don't really. I don't know, of all the cases I've listened to, I don't think I've ever actually came across a, a drowning situation like that. Well, so no, I'm I don't sure. think that it really has. That they are normally found one way or another. Yeah. I mean, I think they can be found both. I think that if they're... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, Lamb, reportedly, she was naked and her clothing, which and some clothing that appeared to be similar to what she was seen wearing in the elevator video, was found in the tank with her. It was coated in a sand-like particulate. Ooh. Again, I don't know what yeah. that means. I didn't know anything about that. That's yes. interesting. Um, and there's actually a conspiracy theory behind that, too. I think I heard it, but I I didn't. Again. Um, along with, with the clothes, her watch and her room key were found in there with her. So. Were the clothes at the bottom? Obviously. They had to drain the whole thing. Yeah, they drained the whole thing, mm-hmm. and I guess they cut a, a, a hole on the side of it. To yeah, get to out. get her out. To get her out. Um, so. Uh, the body was moderately decomposed. I was going to say strain her out. And bloated. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I almost uh-huh. said something really terrible, um, too. I almost said it, that they provided... So at, besides being mostly greenish with some... It was... Um, it, or be, decomposed and bloated. It was mostly greenish in color with some marbling evident on the abdom, abdomen and skin separation had started. Um, oh. so Which th- is pretty common in water. Yes, yes. Um, the marbling, especially because of the temperature change in your blood vessels. Okay. That's different to me. I'm glad you have some insight on that then. Um, 
there was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault, or suicide, which I don't understand how you cannot have evidence of suicide. Um, so the coroner ruled Lamb's death an accidental drowning. Um, police mm-hmm. reportedly believed the student, who was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, for some reason hid in the water tank and drowned. Uh, I think you know what I think that's why I can't, well, uh, something about her being face up is they they think that she was in there trying to tread water just to hide for a little bit as part of the story instead of face down someone pushing her in you'd you'd fall face first if it came from behind holding her under right right yeah. so I think that's what it was I wish I would have wrote that down okay um, but hold on they believed re- reread that sentence to me again because <laughs> I'm I'm having a right. hard time chewing that police believe the student who was diagnosed with bipolar disorder for some reason hid in the water tank and drowned <laughs> so so and they're saying the, okay all right yes i mean i don't like chewing on that sentence but everything about that is fucked mm-hmm. it, it's fucked but at the same time you have to remember that she was paranoid that that she thought that people were after her i, I, I understand mm-hmm. that but they're saying that there's, there. It's not. She's not suicidal. She's not. That that, that there wasn't any foul play. That that anything like that. So, but they're not looking any further into it either. Something has to be further wrong. Mm-hmm. If yes, I think I get that. This is all in her head. I get mm-hmm. that. But let's look or a little further into the fact of. Was her medication correct? Stop it! I'm getting there. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying that whole sentence doesn't sit right, right with me because they're just saying, "Oh, she freaked out." Right. So they're just so quick to dismiss it. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is the whole point of mental health and why it's so fucked. So after I go over everything. Yes. I'm sorry. That no, 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 no. That's so fine. Angry. I just want to let you know pre a precursor. I'm going to open my phone for Wikipedia because they have a whole section called Other Issues. Yeah. And it goes over like some things. Like So anyways, but... And I'm not trying to be pissed at you, <laughs> but the whole thing of what you said was you were like, but you have to remember she was paranoid and she thought... Pe-. But that's exactly what that, that dumb fuck just said. Me? No. <laughs> like, damn. The police. I get it. Right. <laughs> but that, that's their mentality. Mm-hmm. Cut it dry, close it. Well, and, that, and that's the, yeah. the, the thought yeah, no, I got I, too. I totally get what you're saying. So that's the thought I got a lot of time. All the research I read, where all the police are like, "Oh, but she was bipolar." Like that's their fall too. She it's was hiding because she was bipolar. She was bi- like, you know what? what? Yeah, they yeah, they're trying to take that easy way out. Right. Like, she was an alcoholic. Like, right. Well, I, she's done. I yeah. also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't really care because it happened at a hotel on Skid Row. Correct. Right. Exactly. That too. So she could have been using drugs. Yes. Yes. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean no. to make you seem like the asshole, but like that's what sparked me to be really pissed <laughs> because that's exactly the mentality that they just had. Continue, Daniel. So I'm invested. Before I go into... Um, Mental like, health is huge with me. Yes. Uh, multiple multiple theories throughout the years. A uh, victim of foul play or even supernatural activity or bipolar disorder and she decided she wanted to hang out in a thousand gallon tank of water. Whatever. Um, go for a late night swim. She's like hot tub question mark? Right. Where's the right, bubble butt? Right. <laughs> so, um, Lamb had left her belongings behind at the hotel, including her laptop 
and all of her clothing. So she wasn't packed up, none of that stuff. It was all in her room. There were no signs of forced entry into her room, nor any drug-related paraphernalia in her room at all. Which, at this point, she was in a solo room. Yes. Yes, in her because, solo room. Yeah, because of the, the right. quote-unquote roommates I'm, complained about her. And she was the her. only one with a key to that room. <coughs> yes. yes. Okay, I'm just making... Cu- cu- crossing T's yes. and dotting I's. Yes. Golly. So, Crossing eyes and dotting T's. You're giving me this. Crazy. I'm going to get into the toxicology report next, and I'm going to restate my first sentence when I thought I was starting with her history. I don't know why I put in her history. Dr. Dan. But Dr. Dan. Again, her sister <laughs> revealed to detectives that she had a history of not taking her medication. Among her possessions left at the hotel were several prescription medications seemingly untouched. Now we go to her toxicology. Toxicology tests showed traces consistent with prescription medication found among her belongings. The, the prescriptions found among her belongings. Mm-hmm. Plus non-prescription Sinutab and ibuprofen in the toxicology report. Um, very small alcohol, 0.02%. Plus no other recreational drugs at all in her system. Let me repeat that. No other recreational drugs in her system i have a question about the uh the alcohol part okay so they did the toxicology Mm -hmm. this was three weeks later i have an answer for that how would they find traces of alcohol in her system three weeks so um one of the things i did not write down like i said is the whole the wiki other issues Uh uh-huh and I did see a bullet point about that that I was going to get to. But to finalize the toxicology report real quick, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, investigators and experts noted that the concentration of her prescription drugs in her system indicated she was under medicating or she had completely stopped taking her drugs altogether. So that ties into if she's being treated for the bipolar, if she's not taking her medications the right way, or if she stopped altogether, which leads to the one Lupe said, maybe it was a psychotic episode because of not being under medication. But it's just a note. Like, I'm not using that as an excuse. And like you had right. said, you're not, you, we don't know. She was trying to, to like you said, said, be on See her own can do this and do it on her own yeah. without the medication. So, so you said she was under medicating, though? The, the experts say either under medicating or had completely stopped because of what the trace amounts was in her system. Okay. So. That it's not it's not exact whether she had stopped altogether. I believe I saw in another either on that in that Netflix documentary or another report I had read written, um, not written read. fucking read. Got you. <laughs> that um, I read somewhere that the pill bottles for when she had got them refilled and what was left in there, there was way more in there that should have been. So again, still not definite whether she had stopped completely or under medicating, but. She should have had way less in the pill bottles right. than was in there. Um, so, so to she's go with, way more. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's way more like susceptible to having a psychotic breakdown, uh, an episode. Yeah, yeah. If if I mean either if she is under medicating or mm-hmm. just not taking them at all. I mean it doesn't matter if you're doing not enough or. None at all. Right. It doesn't right. matter because your body is used to having that substance in there. 
Right. Um, and if you're if it your body doesn't have an on off switch, it's just going to go. So correct. Yeah, the body is a weird fucking thing. I don't care how many doctors and scientists and what think of something. Once they think they got something figured out, especially the mind, something different right. can happen. Every every fucking billion person individual is different, and their minds mm-hmm. act differently to everything. Yep. Their science, the 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 chemical makeup of the brain, it's all weird. And it's I'm all weird. wondering. Happens in house every episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But except oh, house it. figures everything out right, within the episode. Right. I'm wondering, <laughs> and this is just me speculating, obviously. If, like, she was having all of these delusions and all of a sudden she thought that her medication was causing these delusions. True, right. So, so she, she stopped, stopped taking them. Mm. Because yeah, I'm sure she's not the first person. Uh, no, exactly. that's exactly why I'm thinking that. Because, I mean, how, I've heard of people, I mean, you see, you hear about it on TV all the time. People think, oh, well, this medicine makes me feel crazy. No, you're, you're just feeling that way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, your medicine is actually helping combat that, but you're having... A part of an episode and your medicine just hasn't caught up yet mm-hmm. so but you you have to keep taking it to be able to keep ahead of the fight yes oh gosh this just... also depends on how people take their medicine too right correct mm-hmm. yes. if you're on a schedule right well, not only that like have you guys seen the new video of like the woman that was getting arrested and was calling like the emt sexy and all that no I don't no know. no oh so it was just like a short clip of that. Like you, you could tell she was off of something. Well, I saw the body cam footage of like the whole arrest. She was in like an episode of psychosis. Oh shit! But like the cops figured out that the medicine she was prescribed, she would crush up and snort. Oh Jesus! Instead of ingesting. Yeah. Okay. Takes us back to telling Logan to butt chug a beer. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Okay, so I have a question about that now. Butt chugging a beer? No, no, not butt chugging a beer, but but <laughs> as far as as taking medication as prescribed mm-hmm. or snorting it, like is it, it snorting ent- it, mainlining it, kind of yeah. it getting it in your system your, fast? It, it, it enters, enters your body in a different way. Yeah. Okay, because it's through absorption uh-huh. or inhalation. That's why ingestion that's why on this lady's yeah. bond. It specifically says must take medicine as prescribed. That's why she got arrested. Oh, you got a point. If you look at medicine bottles, it say must take orally, must take this way so that you know. Right. So so her her bond specifically said must take prescriptions as prescribed. That's why she got arrested because they found out she was snorting them. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, that's okay. They have different effects. And even the cop explained it to her by snorting it. It goes straight to your bloodstream, straight, like right right in your system. interesting like I, I i you know that's why people t- like take things like rectally mm-hmm. because it goes into your bloodstream faster yeah because you like have so many blood vessels right bringing it back to butt chugging a beer <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting like i always i mean i maybe i'm maybe not i've always thought about that but i've now that you guys have mentioned it like it that popped in my head like what what really is the difference? Like, it's still getting into your body. Oh, it's a huge difference. But, yeah, I guess so. And yeah. if you think... Okay, so think about it this the way, too. medicine's not being absorbed like it should be. Think yeah. about it, too. Like, medicine also has, like... If you think about, like, an Advil, mm-hmm. it has liquid... Or, um like, coating Protective over it. Coating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that gets... 
dissolved over time, so it's a slow release throughout your Liquid whole body. Liquid gel caps, where it okay. says slow release. So it doesn't so, disintegrate on your tongue and in your throat on the way down. It has to get down to your belly. But if yeah. you like are crushing that up, where's all that? And just going to town online. Right. <laughs> going to town but, but online. See, I mean, you're laughing, but I, it's true. No, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> but, but do you see the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it's... That's why they do the things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And that's why some things, like, you have to take them underneath your tongue. Mm-hmm. Because you have tiny little blood vessels and everything underneath there. Oh, that's why they say when you're having a heart attack, put aspirin under a your tongue. nitroglycerin underneath your tongue. Oh, it'll, interesting. It'll I dissolve never... faster because huh. that's where all your spit glands are, too. Mm-hmm. So you put it underneath your tongue, it'll dissolve, and every there's little blood vessels underneath there. It'll be absorbed, and it just goes straight into your blood vessels. So, again, to go back to the... But your butt chugging, could you stick an aspirin in your ass then? Would it get in your faster or is it still better in your mouth? <laughs> I mean, I would do it in your mouth because it's closer to your heart. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Excellent. So. I mean, wow. and that's just on the, the closest body map that I've yeah. looked at lately. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to go on a little, no, little bit no, of a no. tangent. People that me. are short, it might be different. Right. I don't know. So. Chad Porter doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, honestly, now, with with... That's kind of where it stays. Like that's all the information. There's not much now. So some of the issues, I, like I said, I have written down before. I was going to go to pull my phone out, but like Donnie had more. Not even know Donnie kind of met, but there's there's no explanation how she got into the tank. The doors and stairs to get to the roof are locked, and only staff who have a passcode and keys can get up there. If you force these doors open. And alarm sounds. Right. And they tested that a lot. Yes. 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 Yeah, I do remember seeing that on documentaries that I right. watched. Right. So then the very next thing I have. Working. When you yes. For that hotel, I'm very surprised it worked. Yeah. <laughs> the timestamp doesn't, but the alarms do. No. Right. Got it. So I do have State one. Of the guys. State of the art. Literally, the very next line is, "Fire escape could bypass this yes. earlier." Yes. Um, the, when the dogs did all the thing, all the they said her scent trail actually was lost near a window that was connected to the fire escape. Kind of interesting. Um, and then a video that was released not too long after her body was found shows that the roof is easily accessible by this fire escape. And there was two lids of the tanks were slightly open. But I don't know. I didn't find the time on that. Was Were they open before they found her body? Or after they've been investigating already, because I don't know what it means by the videos released. So um, yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like when they found her body, w- was the lid, the was lid closed? closed? Yep. Okay, and see, and this is huge mm-hmm. because if that's in a, th- a thousand uh, thousand gallon tank, mm-hmm. and she wasn't a very tall woman, nope. So how and a twenty pound. So can you imagine even even you or I water trying to yeah, get I'll just gonna, I'll just say that it's almost that? impossible. Let's say you or I or anyone who's I've tried to carry a cooler across a lake yeah. just by treading water. It right. doesn't end well. Yeah. Right. And she was, I was underwater on my tiptoes in mud. <laughs> and I, I, did, I didn't write her size down because that's part of it. This she was little like petite five girl. Four, wasn't yeah, she? little she was petite tiny. girl, like 95 pounds, pounds, I think. I yeah. think I read yeah. max. And, and, she, and you're telling me she was treading water and closed the 20 pound lid, and, and the tank wasn't all the way filled. So how did she reach the top? There's no fucking excuse me. Okay. Yeah. There's no fucking way. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 weird. So um even a, a man five, that's five four one fifteen. Okay, there so you go. I, was, I mean, there you go. Fuck. Yeah. I know. 
I, I really, I've looked into this case a lot, but right. the, like a man, like a, so a six foot tall man with, you know, good body strength could not do that because uh-huh. you're like, you're saying the, it's, it's, the it's basically a weight. Full. It's basically a weight. But you know, you're, you're I mean, steady. I mean, it is a weight you're, you're trying to move, but you're getting pushed down. And, and it's, you're not it's fucking physics. Your feet aren't on anything. Yeah. So yes. there's nothing to keep you from going in a motion that you want to go into. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I got so excited. I was swimming in the air. Yes. To um I wish the viewers could see this, the listeners. I know, I'm sorry. I'm we're gonna get videos no, soon. To, <laughs> don't because I look like a moron all the time. To um <laughs> kind of go back to me talking about the Netflix documentary and oh, how I don't like it. Bitch. It kind of ruins all these conspiracy theories. It's and, a good documentary. And, and I got to watch it again because they kind of disprove a lot of things. And, you know, because Wikipedia is, ed- is edited by people, it's right. not. Right. So I believe someone who watched it put the other issues because one of the things it says is, apart from the question of how she got in the roof, others asked if she could have gotten into the tank by herself. Now, all four tanks, which this, this documentary is amazing, it shows they're four foot by eight foot. And they're propped up on concrete blocks. So even though it's eight foot deep, eight foot tall, it's higher than eight foot because they're on the concrete blocks. There's no fixed access to them. And Which hotel doesn't workers... doesn't seem steady to me. Why is this water tank propped up on well, concrete it's blocks? It's not like it's on a cylinder like you see a car getting jacked. And it's... it's, it's <laughs> It's like a. Th- Are you th- sure this yeah. is Skid Row? Yeah, well, yeah, true. <laughs> so um, there was no fixed access. Hotel workers had to use a ladder to, to look in the water. Now, they were protected by heavy lids, like I said, that would be difficult to replace from within. But this is where it says the hotel employee who found the body said that the lid was open at the time. Now, this is weird because the Netflix documentary says that and this says this, but everywhere else I've seen and done research at says they were closed. So this says it removes the issue of how she could have closed the lid from the inside. Um, Police dogs that did search the hotel, even on the roof, shortly after disappearance, was noted did not find any trace of her interesting right like so, she was carried and exactly, put into there yeah. that's, so now that now i don't know a lot about police scent dogs i know if you're walking it follows your trace so if you're carrying them your your scent doesn't go on the ground still either no just the person's carrying you like i don't know how Here, scent travels you know? i don't see i i would feel mm-hmm. as being a woman mm-hmm. my hair sheds everywhere okay yeah i yeah. I lose hair like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there has to be some trace of her hair or something. Like she has to be drooling. Some sort of body fluid has to be coming out of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just being crude. You know what I mean? Right. But- right. Because even if, let's say, she's knocked out. I'm sure if she was knocked out by some kind of force, maybe blood's dripping, or she's, she's drooling, drooling and spits coming out of her mouth, tears, or something. something. Yeah, she sweat. could sneeze. Mm-hmm. I mean, sweat. Yeah, uh, yeah. hair. Who? Something. I don't know. I find that really. You that you lose something, skin cells, whatever it yeah. happens to be, yeah. and I feel like a dog would pick that up. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually today I was watching. Um, forensic files and <laughs> because I was I was taking a little nippy nap on the couch okay <laughs> I napped all day either way I was watching forensic files and um, this dog the woman that trained this police canine she um, they picked this oar up out of the water and it was covered in muck mm-hmm. and she was like she was telling the dog to sniff it and she didn't want anyone else to touch it and they were like well what is the dog smelling and she was like 
I know this sounds weird, but they sense fear. They smell fear. Hmm. And it's adrenaline that they're smelling. Yeah, right. yeah. So you have to think, just like you said, even if she's unconscious. She was fearful, probably. Uh, because she's been panicking the whole right. time because she thinks she's yeah. being followed. So the fact that there's no trace of her <laughs> on that roof, how? It does it. I don't buy it. <laughs> so so me, just this is nowhere in notes anywhere. So maybe she was killed somewhere else first, and that's why she's got no, no, because they said it was an accidental drowning, which means there had to be water in her lungs. She had to be and breathing. And you said no blah, blah, blah. signs of suicide, no signs right. of foul play. Right. So if she was killed somewhere, she would, and especially in water, yeah. you would have seen signs of handprints. Definitely. Signs of strangulation because those bruises all come to the surface, yeah. especially when the blood vessels get cold. Hmm. And another thing, though, is they didn't they didn't do a, a, a rape kit and... They didn't check under her nails. Could they after three weeks of being that's, in the that's, water? That's the problem. They, that they, did they even check? We don't that's know what they thing did. Too, yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like there's been so. I feel like they should have at least checked. Who knows? There's yeah. been way weirder shit that mm-hmm. they've gotten, and and this is really again very crude. A rape kit. I feel like they could have gotten something out of that's inside of your body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fingernails maybe not so much mm-hmm. because that's sitting in the water right. that's way more exposed to the elements yeah but a rape kit that's internal i thought i found that somewhere else about she had a oh here it goes so this is two Ooh. things in a row sorry i just got the <laughs> the goose pimples all um, the way up my back proponents of the theory that the elevator video shows she was under the influence of drugs they're not dissuaded by their absence of the toxicology screen because they're suggesting that they may have broken down during the period of time her body decomposed in the tank or that she may have taken a rare cocktails of such drugs that a normal screen would not detect. Okay. Right. Um, no way. Right. But but they found alcohol in her system right. three weeks later. Right. Um, and then it says that this is part goes into this is the same thing. The very low level of her prescription drugs in her system and the number of pills left in her prescription bottle suggested that she was under medicating or had recently stopped taking her medication for bipolar disorder, which may have led to a psychotic episode. Again, they like to go back to that one a lot. Right. Like, well, because they're victim blaming. Mm-hmm. Well, Lupe's walking away for this part, so I hope he's listening. This is the part I wanted to get into. It kind of ties into literally what you just said. So we had a special segment. So... Of course. The autopsy (laughs) report and its conclusions were also questioned based on the incomplete information. For instance, it does not say what the results of the rape kit and fingernail kit were, or even if they were processed. Right. So Um, they were taken that just don't know if they've been processed. Right. It also records... What's the point? So this is... It also records subcutaneous pooling... Subcutaneous pooling. Pooling of blood in Lamb's anal area, which some observers suggested was a sign of sexual abuse. But one pathologist noted it could also have resulted from the bloating in the course of the body's decomposition. Correct. And her rectum was also prolapsed. Correct. The coroner's pathologists were ambivalent about their conclusion that Lamb's death was accidental. So Mm. they're not all... Saying it was accidental. So she she was hemorrhaging. Yes. So that could also be indicative of sexual assault. Exactly. So, so well, but, I want to know why these fingernail kit and rape kit weren't processed, and what or or is correct. that something being kept quiet by the and police? And especially too? with a prolapsed. Okay, here we go. 
but again, the the yeah. So, um, so here's the other thing that's kind of the conspiracy theory shit. But she has signs of sexual assault. Why wouldn't you fucking process at least the sexual assault kit? Because they're not saying it. What they, some of them aren't saying it is a sign of it. They're saying it's just because she was decomposed. Again, I bet you. I'll bet you. This is what 2012, 2013. I know. Oh, it was mental disorder. It wasn't. It was just her body decom- decomposing. You know. They, they, they didn't look into it as right. They should because they, they thought just, they had their answer already. They took the easy way out. Right. They, Pretty much. Yeah. It was. What do they call it? Um. Uh, when you have your end already and you use you use your research to get what you want to get, I forgot what it's called. Uh, destination. Um, destination fucked. Sorry, yeah, I forgot the word. <laughs> I forgot what it's called, but that's an Australian bias. Something bias. Uh, and bias. Something. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but here's another part of conspiracy. Thing. After her death, her Tumblr blog was updated. Now, they oh, say. I saw that. Yes, they say presumably. Presume. Whoa. <laughs> presumably um tumblr has this queue option so, so they think it might have been done through that where they allow posts to automatically publish themselves when the user's away so she may have set future blogs but also her phone was not found okay. either with her body in her hotel room so so okay. whether the continued updates to her blog were facilitated by the theft of her phone the work of a hacker hacker or through the tumblr queue i just got gotcha. is okay. not known nor is it known whether the updates are related to her death or not, because I guess they haven't released what the right. updates even were. So and they were taken down, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, the blog's been taken down since then. Now, so been, yeah. So that, that oh god, that, that la- part freaks me out. So that bad. last phone that was missing, mm-hmm. quote unquote, wasn't even her phone. It was her friend's phone. Oh, it was really? a friend's phone. How did I? Know it was that? a friend's BlackBerry. Okay. The, Let's take she, it back. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she has a habit of losing phones. Okay. So she had lost her phone prior, mm. and then she had lost this phone too, mm. or her attacker lost so, or took ah. it. So at first, I, because when I had first heard that, I thought, oh well, she probably just scheduled it to post later when I right, heard that right. that was an option. Right. Because being an avid blogger, mm-hmm. I mean, she Which probably she was right. She, she probably like had like this moment of like creating four or five posts at a time. Right, and like, if I'm busy enjoying California, I'm not right. gonna have time to post something new. And yeah. I I have it too, where like I'm feeling super creative, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I think of a bunch of things at once, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to overwhelm this. You know what I right. mean? Right. Right. So she, maybe she did it like that. So I thought that originally, like along the same lines, like I'll I'll whether it's stealing memes or I'll have all these thoughts. Yeah. And I'll save them in my photos. I'm like, yes. okay, I'm not going to post three statuses today. I'll post one later. Right. And then sometimes I forget to even post them. And Correct. I'm like, oh shit, I got to post this still, you know? Weeks later. Mm-hmm. I do the and same see, and, shit. And that's another thing too. Or like when I'm mad at Lupe, I save him an Instagram and then I'll send him the videos later. <laughs> that's another thing too. Like, like, uh, our phones, we have, um, like scheduled messaging. Yeah. Like I know my dad will tell me, Hey, remind me to do this and this tomorrow. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And I'll immediately start texting him, and then I'll schedule the text you for tomorrow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I do Holy it shit. all the time. Do it all the time. Wait a minute. Not not to you. Because you know what's crazy? Because you know I have my personal phone, my work phone. Hmm. Like, when I want to do something at work, I'll text my work phone from my personal phone, uh-huh. knowing that I wake up in the morning. Oh, I have a message. What is this? Oh, shit. I got to do this today. Right. But I didn't know you could schedule it for late. Oh. Yeah. Text messages only. Not not Facebook messages, so I don't do it to you. So you did text me this morning. I did because I I completely fucking forgot that you were not working today. 
I woke up from like two Facebook messages and then a text message. I'm like, oh my God, am I dying? <laughs> am I okay? <laughs> it tells you how busy he is on his route if he's got time to Facebook post and message you all day. Um, it was <laughs> like at 4 a.m. this morning. I'm fucking around. Yeah. Trying to make a point, just joking um, around him. Um, well, I did see the Snapchat of him just driving around listening to music today. Well, you drive a truck. That was at my. That was at the end of my day. You're dripping. There's drip, juice dripping. It's gonna get on the pool table. Um. So one one final thing is her parents did sue the Cecil Hotel in 2013, accusing them of a wrongful death. Uh, without going into details, because that's not that. I mean, it's important, but it's not. Uh, the, in 2015, the case was dismissed for random reasons. That was just saying, though, it wasn't a wrongful death. That mm. the Cecil Hotel basically said they're not responsible for her. For her actions, um, they can't. They said that ar- the hotel argued it could have not have been reasonable to foresee that she might have entered the water tanks, since it remained unknown how she got into the water tanks. No liability could be assigned for failing to prevent it, <laughs> which is fucking That's weird. That's weird. Uh huh. That's a weird way to get out of it's shit. A roundabout. I was just gonna say the same thing. It's a roundabout way to get out of that fucking right roundabout yeah. way. Of suit. I mean, that's like. I, I, oh, how could we have known she was going to go on the roof? We're not liable for that. Wait a minute. That's what? literally the whole point of the being, alarm system and everything and not being able to get up being there. Being liable for right. something. So I, I don't. That's why you it. have fucking insurance for this shit. Mm-hmm. Because you can't understand people. Yes. Allie doesn't look like this is annoying her at all. I'm <laughs> She's so, so triggered. I, I actually, um, when, when I'm done with the elevator, elevator game part, because this, this is my favorite part of it. Uh, I want to, like I said, I want to make kind of like an announcement or something. I don't know how you want to phrase it. Announcement or a saying. And then I think it would be better in the beginning of the episode instead of at the end. What I want to say. Are you pregnant? I can't tell you that right now, Donnie. I mean, I sure look like it, but. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. So, this is my favorite. Now, uh, I hope you're listening, Marquette Q, because you've been waiting since I told you we were on the podcast for this story. I will text you to let you know about it. Um, The elevator game. Now, some of you have been asking this whole episode now, what the fuck is the elevator game? Well, here it is. It's an urban legend that this game opens a portal to another world. Some say the demon world. Some say heaven. Some say hell. Just another world. Um, It originated in Korea and Japan. Now, as much as you may think, oh, this has got to go way back, some say that it possibly was originated in 2011 only. So not that old. Hmm. But... Here's how you do it. Lupe, I nominate you to try this one day. Nope. <laughs> You're talking to the guy that won't touch a Ouija board. I yeah, won't touch a Ouija board either. Fuck that. There's, there's the some things that I do not touch. I don't like, mess with. This is one of those that I would not do either because if it is true, fuck that. Yeah. So Just like the bathroom game. Yeah. That's another Japanese tale too. Yeah, all those Japanese ones are fucked. Whew. So um, this in multiple places there's there's no you can do it whenever i've heard nighttime one place says you have to start at midnight either way you you if you guys want to try this i'm not gonna give you all the rules i mean i'll give you all the rules except for when to start do your research if you want to get lost in the demon portal um so let's say you start at midnight um and you turn off all your mobile devices and you put away anything that could break your concentration so there's four steps step one and again you okay so you need at least one player and a building with at least 10 floors. So mm-hmm. it can't be shorter than 10 floors. Step one, enter the elevator alone or with another player. Um, I don't think more than two. No outsider can enter with you, nor can you leave at any point during this. If you exit at all, 
you must start over from part one again. Number two, so you're on the ground floor, the lobby. You ride up to the fourth floor. Then you go down to the second floor. Then you go up to the sixth floor. Back down to the second. Then you go up to the tenth floor. Then finally down to the the fifth. Not getting off at all. So, now, what happens, you say? I've reached the fifth floor. Well, if you encounter a mysterious woman, woman, do not, I repeat, do not look at her and do not answer or interact with her in any way whatsoever. The consequences of engaging with her, I'm getting chills from this. I, I, my whole legs are goosebumps. <laughs> are, are said to include the possibility of never returning to the real world. Uh-huh. You're stranded in the demon world, the nether world, the whatever world for fucking ever. The now... After you stop on the fifth floor... I almost just fell off this <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Whether someone shows up or not, do not interact with them. You push the button to return to the first floor. If the elevator operates correctly and it takes you to the first floor, exit immediately. Do not look back. Do not talk to anyone. Go past go. Do not collect $500. Just leave. Go. Now, if instead of going down to the first floor, the elevator starts to go up, Congratulations! You're being allowed into another world. Uh, It might look different, maybe dark and spooky. The power might be out. Might be nobody around. It might look. You might. You might look out a window and see only a red cross. Only is what someone says. Mm -hmm. Or you might just lose consciousness altogether. It's unknown because the rules on how to get home. I believe. I don't know if anyone's ever done this. So now you're in this magic world. Fuck yeah! I've had fun here. How do I get home? Uh. Yeah, there's four ways to get home now, or the four steps. First, you must find the same elevator. Finding it might be a problem, and it might seem impossible, but you got to fucking keep searching, because the only way you're getting home is find that same elevator. Number two, you got to follow the same floor plan, exactly the same sequence. Four, two, six, two, ten, then five. Now, after you reach the fifth floor again, push the first floor button. If the elevator starts rising instead of going to the first floor, you better quickly push any fucking button you can <laughs> for any other floor before you reach the 10th floor. Because if you reach the 10th floor, I don't even have an explanation what happens when you get to the 10th floor. I think you're just fucked. So, that's the elevator game, and it's fucking creepy as fuck. Just like I said, just reading it got me the chills again. So the loser of the Fantasy League has to do that? Yo! <laughs> Which is interesting, because look at, look at uh, if we want to go back to that video of Eliza Lamb. The way she got out of it. The way she started pressing buttons mm-hmm. like crazy. Exactly. It almost is like... Right. Yeah. So, call, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, they thought she was playing the elevator game, which I said I will explain at the end of the episode. So, thinkers, when you see the video of her and then now you know what the elevator game is, makes you think it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of yeah. fucked up. Or, or to piss Allie off more if she was having a psychotic episode and was playing the episode or the elevator game like maybe it ties in together like she was trying the elevator game and the lack of meds maybe thought she was seeing something you know because like you had said and they had mentioned that she was having delusions and and seeing seeing things so maybe not being on her meds she was in her mind seeing something that wasn't really there but to her it was real, you know? Like I just I But I still a, don't know how she got on the fucking roof in the fucking water tank. I just don't if you're having delusions and you're terrified, the last thing you're gonna do is play that fucking game. Well yeah, true, true. 
That's another good point. You're right. You're right. Why would you play a fucking game if you okay, can see demons? Okay, listen, if I'm terrified, I, I myself, at 32 years old, am terrified of the dark. I hate the dark. If I am scared, the last thing I'm going to go do is... <laughs> face my fucking fear. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I'm not just going to go get up out of bed right? in the dark. No, I'm going to be like, hey, turn on the fucking light. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yes. So, that concludes my... I think you did a swell job. Thank you. Thank you. Don't, don't erase that. That wasn't what that was for. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I, I broke my cherry of doing my own one. Now I, I'm less nervous for the next one, and I already have ideas on how to compose my notes better. It doesn't hurt so bad the second time. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. <laughs> I guess we'll find out when, I did, when I'm when i up next. You've done a few already, though. Yeah, your cherry's already been popped, you whore. Yeah, yeah you just only did one you since you Alex whore. You're such a whore. Boo, I, you whore. I wonder whore. when Donnie's ever going to do an episode. So here, okay. <laughs> I just want to say to everyone, um, I hope you enjoyed my take on it. Uh, if you do are interested, do like this story, do yourself a favor and watch that Netflix documentary. Now, again, to me, it seemed like they were looking for real-life answers and they wanted to solve the case, which I want the case solved too, but I still, part of me wants to believe some of the paranormal or or wants to believe it's not solved. So, yes, go ahead and, and look at, watch the documentary and uh, feel free to let us know on our social medias about how you feel about this stuff because it's fucking interesting. It's a crazy-ass story, and it, it keeps me perplexed. Yeah, definitely. You can find us on all your major podcast platforms at Instagram at 3GuysPod2021. Did I say that right? Yeah. I kind of got thrown off there. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at... Impulsive Thoughts on Facebook. And you can find us at X, Twitter, X, at whatever... Did you just put a porn site out? There? <laughs> Twitter Thoughts my, Pod. Twitter my ex. <laughs> what Twitter what is what is our Twitter handle? Thoughts Pod twenty twenty three. Oh TikTok. TikTok. We have two videos still. Yeah. Two, still videos, two videos. Still. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're working on that. Um, Soon enough, I, it's just gonna be Lupe posting like those <laughs> filters on there of like who is my Bray Wyatt character. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Don't take my or. Who is my Disney crush? <laughs> that's, that's what it's gonna be. Is it just gonna be me? Apparently, that's <laughs> fucked up. But yeah, uh, joined here with uh, Mr. Donnie on. Rowe to my right. Yeah, uh, Dano, who did a, an amazing job on this episode. Thank you. You're too kind. Payback tomorrow. WWE. Oh yeah, payback. that's right. And then uh, LEP to my left. Hi. And Aye. And, Aye. and before you do your sign off, uh, I think if we to stall during the week also i can post the videos of the girls doing their la night impersonation <laughs> <laughs> and i'm your favorite host with the most eh, debatable <laughs> lupe and uh that's not co-signed by anyone else it's not it is probably <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> we had six votes on the pot and the and the for the vote the one time, right? Or seven? Yeah, votes. something like that. So you are someone's favorite. <laughs> I paid most of those people. <laughs> Damn. All right, guys. Well, you are expensive. I tell you this all the time. With that being said, don't believe everything you think.